Welcome inside the Play MGM studio. All right, official Jets podcast week two. You can listen to us on NewYorkJets.com, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Be sure to leave us a review. Very special guest today, Le'Veon Bell. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. We know you're good at football. We know you love rap. You love football. What fans don't know about you, but we know about you now, you're a dog lover. <laughs> love dogs. And you have 13 of them. 13. 13. And, and they're all in Ohio. They're all in Ohio right now. Yes. Right now. Okay. So mm-hmm. where did the love of dogs start? For me? Yeah. For uh, you, yeah. Probably when I was about four. I remember uh, we had this dog. His name was Lucky. And my mom had him. And he was our first dog. Or her, my first dog that I seen when I was alive. And I just love Lucky. He's just a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, just play around. And that's why I started loving dogs, really, when I was like four years old. Just What kind of dog was Lucky? Lucky was a golden retriever. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was a uh, that's retriever. a good first dog. So, yeah, he used to – I used to love him so much because he's literally – was so good at running with the football, <laughs> right? So you was like, he had his like, we had this little Nerf ball. So you were chasing him, I, I imagine. Chase him, I tried to chase him, and nobody, me, and my little cousins, little brothers. As we got older, when Lucky got older, you know, we used to put him in the yard. He had a ball, nobody can touch him. <laughs> he would, and he took pride in it. He would like tuck his butt and everything. Like he wouldn't let nobody touch him. <laughs> this sounds like Air Bud to me, like the movies. For real, that's like, he was our first Air Bud. That's what he was. Uh, he was like the our first, first Air Bud. Bud. Yeah. Right. He, but, said, he wasn't just all purpose. He ain't play basketball and baseball. <laughs> okay, he was strictly football. So, man, so Le'Veon, it starts with Lucky, but mm-hmm. now you, as an adult, a grown man, thirteen dogs. Thirteen. Why the number? Why do you keep on just going? Um, to be honest, yeah. it's probably because I walk into PetSmart or something trying to, grab, <laughs> trying to grab some dog food, and then I see a dog like, oh, what this dog so cute. You know what I'm saying? That's how, literally how it starts. Like, um, and then uh, our rots had puppies, so then that's how, it, how I kind of got started. Then we sold all the puppies, and we kept one, right. and then I don't know. That's how I started. For <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. I feel like that's how everyone wants to just keep collecting. Like, for me, when I go to the grocery store, I'm like, I know I want this. Like for you, like you know, you need dog food. I right. know I need chicken or whatever. <laughs> and then you I'm see something down. like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go oh, that. yeah, I've never had that. I want. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how, how it was. And <laughs> how how do you go about the names? You don't have to go through all 13 right now, otherwise our podcast will be over. Man, but it for real. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you go about the selection of the names? So at first we wanted to start with a uh, all bees. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um. So my mom, my mom had a dog. His name was Z. He just passed away. But uh, he was our oldest dog. He was 17. I had him in, si- in sixth grade. But Z, right? So Z was our first dog. And then after Z, I got beautiful. And I wanted to start at all Bs. Okay. Right? So that's how I got started. And then Bs and Bs and Bs kept going. Bs and Bs. And then I couldn't think of no B- more B names. <laughs> <laughs> you ran through the gamut. Yeah, to start something else, huh? I can imagine later yeah. on, like, looking the, in the dictionary, like, okay, maybe that. <laughs> so then it started. Then we got a we got a German Shepherd. Her name was her name is Lady, right? So then we wanted to um, have her and our other dog, Sir. We got Sir to mate with her, or whatever. Okay. Um, so we just named, thought of like Lady and Sir. Like that's how I was going to start. Like Lady Sir. Then. We're Very classy. Yeah, you Very know what I'm saying? Classy. Yeah, lady and sir. Right. Uh, uh, I love it, man. Yeah, it's it, it just crazy how – I don't know how I would start coming up to it. Then one of our dogs – I would give you an inter- interesting dog name. So then we got a dog named Five, right? Mm-hmm. Do you all know why our name is Five? No. Uh, you have any idea? Wait, wait. Uh, I, I don't want to be wrong and guess wrong. Just guess. Just guess. No, no, no I don't want to guess. All right, so she literally is our, the fifth puppy, like, in her litter. So 
That's why I named her five. Oh, okay. okay. Look, okay. It was just literally that. Like, oh, her name Yeah, five. I was way off. It's <laughs> <laughs> all way off. But I, I, literally couldn't, take a guess I literally couldn't even think of, at the time, a name for her. Because I wanted to, I wanted to fit her because she was the smallest dog in the litter, too. And I just fell in love with her. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, she was like, I was like, all right, we're going to name her five. That's what it was. It just stuck to it. It just stuck. So what, it's got to be tough for you up here in New Jersey and you don't have any dog around right now, right? Well, it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> when I go home, I be by myself. I don't even play the game yeah. or write music or something. Like, usually I go home, I see beautiful. She just yeah. going crazy, you know what I'm right. saying? So excited to see you. Yeah, no. Like, like no, matter, like, no matter what, she always happy to see you, no matter what. Like, I can, <laughs> like Dogs, you can like lock them away in the kennel. They can be locked up right. all day. So you let them out of the kennel. Oh my goodness, you let me out the kennel. I'm so happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like you. You, know, you mean like, your Xbox doesn't treat you the same when you never, walk in? Yeah. Never, never. <laughs> Xbox girlfriends, moms, sisters, none of them. None of them treat me like a dog. So listen, uh, I share this with you. I got my uh, Reggie at home, and he, he is everything. You know, no matter what happens during the day, they are always excited to see you. Unconditional love, man. And that's what it's all about. Um, when you're not writing music, what music are you listening to? Ooh, so I listen to, I mean, I, I got a lot of variety, yeah. right? But my go-to has lately been like Drake, um, Young Thug. Um, Gunna, you know, T Grizzly, I like T Grizzly a lot. Um, Travis Scott, Lil Uzi. There's a lot of people I listen to. Now I'm thinking about. I'm just here naming people, but you know, it's like, <laughs> like literally every day. It's like, you know, I like Lil Keed. Um, it's 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 a it's a variety of music I listen to. But you know, I mean, if you want to talk about me, like it depends on the mood. Sure, so right. I'm going out there, get ready for a football game. I might listen to something different. Rather than when I'm just riding in the car, just about to drive home, and I know I got to drive for 30 minutes. So, but like season opener, season before opener. the Buffalo Bills, what yeah. what were you listening to? T Grizzly. Okay. T Grizzly. Uh, pray for this drip. That's my song. Well, yeah. what if what if I asked you who you'd want to collab with, like whether it be a current artist, someone you listen to growing up, who's somebody that you really want to do something with? Um. I mean, I really wanted to, I, I wanted to do something big with a little Dirk, and I, I made that happen. You know, Dirk was, uh, he worked with me, and he's like one of the, you know, most humble people I've ever met in my life. Cause it's crazy, you get a lot of a lot of fame and a lot of, you know, people who draw attention to you. It's easy to kind of go in the shell a little bit, but little Dirk was a guy. He was just open minded, and he worked with an athlete, you know, and um, that was like huge for me. Um, that song will be dropping pretty soon, and uh, Drake is another one. You know, I want to work with Drake, um, and a girl, I, like a girl, I want to work with too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, her name is Meg Thee Stallion. Okay. Yeah, she good too. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're smirking like yeah. Yeah. Like people don't know yet, but they will. Yeah, yeah, they will. Cause <laughs> I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna make it happen in some type of way. I'm gonna make it happen. So just leave me on Bell sleep because I asked Jamal Adams that <laughs> as well because seriously, because anybody <laughs> who gets an opportunity to meet you, your energy, bro. You're bringing it. Every time. You're bringing it on the field. You're bringing it on the practice field. You're bringing it when you go home and you write music. Mm-hmm. All the time. Do you sleep? <laughs> I do sleep. Actually, it was hard for me to sleep Saturday night. Yeah. I went to sleep. I, well, I went to bed and, like, I probably fell asleep. I went. To, I laid down at, like, 11 o'clock. And I probably went to sleep probably, like, 11.30. And I woke up at, like, 5 a.m. because I was so ready for the game. You were ready to roll. I woke up at, like, 5 a.m. Isn't that unbelievable, though? Like I, I literally couldn't sleep. It felt like I was 
get ready for Christmas. Uh, I was going to say that. That was going to be my analogy. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It's like, all right, I'm just up. So I'm just sitting there just trying to watch highlights and like just get Watch prepared. highlights? Yeah, I was watching highlights. Were you watching highlights of yourself? Honestly, no. I watched, I, mean, I, I mean, I, I, I watched highlights of myself the night before. Yeah. But that morning, no, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't watch highlights of myself. So I watched. Saquon Barkley. Okay. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, I watched Saquon Barkley. I watched uh, Barry Sanders, and I watched um, Jordanian Thompson. Those and are, are you on YouTube doing this? Yeah, I was on YouTube. Was Just watching. like one of us. Yep. Because you're all over YouTube right now. Why don't you tell people what you're doing on your page? Oh, with the music or the video? Yeah, with, with everything on YouTube. I mean, on YouTube, everything. You're, blow, of, you're blowing up. Yeah, everything. <laughs> like, we got the mic'd up. The mic'd up thing was huge. Yeah. Um, Cause people, I don't think people really get a sense of how I am off the field. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, people kind of see me playing football and like, oh, he's a good football player and this, that, and the other. They hear about me in the media, you know, but people don't really know my personality, like, just on a daily basis. You know, and I think I'm gonna use my YouTube to kind of show people, like, oh yeah, this is me, like Le'Veon Bell, the person, you know, not just a football player. Yeah, it's interesting, the guys that you uh, took a watch at uh, prior to your first game with the Jets. Barry Sanders, he he was always your guy, right? Yeah, that was my favorite running back. That was my favorite running back. Yeah, and I know you loved Curtis Martin growing up, but mm-hmm. what stood out to you about Barry? Barry, he's a, a lot of people don't really understand, but it was his patience, yeah. right? This was like this draw play they was running with the Detroit Lions. I have no idea how they were running it, but – it was like the quarterback had dropped back. Barry Sanders would literally just wait back there. They will hand him the ball. Then it's like he can pick either way to go. And I feel like he just was never wrong, like, on that draw play. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. He, I think he, he had the most yards lost in his career, right? But he was literally losing the yards to try to gain yards. Yeah. Like, that's, that's to like gain 75 the next play. That's, that's literally what it was. So, it was like, I respect that. Like, I – like he was going for the jugular every time, <laughs> but he was like literally my favorite runner, you know. And um, just about a, you know, he 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 had patience. The change of direction is unbelievable. I I don't even know how he was doing it, and um, and his balance, his balance was, um, his balance and his vision was really uh, I think underrated, you know. Um, but that's what really made him who he was. His balance, vision, and obviously everybody knows about his change of direction. And Barry Sanders really wasn't like the fastest guy but he was fast enough to get you know right to break a long run but he wasn't really the fastest guy he didn't really depend on his speed he changed he, he depended on his change of direction and his vision and his patience man we talked about this before but uh i go back and speaking about highlights i look at you at michigan state and i say well that's a big bruising back he's about six <laughs> two, two forty five, maybe right. 250 right you're a totally transformed man. And every time I see you on the football field now, as we saw against the Buffalo Bills in the season opener, you're so explosive. When you look back at your metamorphosis as far as where you come it's from. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So we uh, on Friday, we was in the team meeting, or not in the team, in the running back room, um, in a meeting, and we was watching my Michigan State highlights. And all the running backs like, bro, that's you. You were so big. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, I know. Like, but it's crazy because my running style was the same. It's just I was a lot slower. Hmm. And 
I was stronger. Like I was obviously stronger because I was bigger. Right. So D'Antonio had you in the weight room. Yeah. Was, cru- you were just crushing. But you were probably heavy, heavy squat, heavy bench. Like every time, you know, and it was just crazy because like when I look at it, it's like I was still had the moves. You know, I was still spinning and you know jumping doing, over people jumping like at uh, Boise right, State. Right. You know, <laughs> the breakout still, game. I was still doing all that. It was just now. It's now I'm a lot more explosive. Now I'm a lot quicker, and I think just over the course of my course of my career, from my junior year to my rookie year to my second year in the league, like I just understood, like, oh yeah, I can be a better player if I just make me be a little quicker, a little hmm. more explosive, you know, not to have to depend on just uh, if 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 it's a fire run, but I could have been 15, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's the difference, you know, because you want to be explosive in this game, right? Everybody's not really looking for the big moves and back no more. You know, and I understood that. I knew I could catch ball passes out of the backfield. I could run routes. But I knew people weren't really going to look at me like that if I was 240. You know what I'm saying? I knew I had to get down to 215, 220. Um, your your story is unbelievable. Uh, it's unbelievable as far as the trajectory. You were a two-star recruit mm-hmm. coming out of high school. It, you carry that chip to this day? I do. I do. Just because of the fact that I know where I came from and I know – you know, a lot of people doubted me. I just remember in high school just walking around the hallways and I was, you know, my close friends that I was talking to, they knew what my goal was and mm-hmm. my dream was to go to the NFL and stuff, but I don't think a lot of people really believed it, you know, um, or believed I could do it. You know, even, you know, my high school coaches, you know, we had a couple of them who maybe knew I could do it yeah. or whatever, but it's just like, I remember the only person who was really always in my corner was my like my mom. Like my mom was mm-hmm. making sure like any camp that I wanted to go to, like if I wanted to go to Penn State camp or like Akron camp or Ohio camp or whatever, she made sure she saved up enough money, you know, so so we can travel and go to the camp, you know, and I can kind of showcase my talent and, and try to get a scholarship. You know, my mom was like in my corner the whole time pushing me. She, she still is. She means everything to you, she doesn't she? Everything, like literally everything. Because she was here when you signed. Yeah, she was here. She, yep, she was yep. here when I signed. Yep, when I signed, like she gonna be right there the whole time, like the whole time. Is it true that Ohio State and West Virginia recruited you to play safety? Yes. Wow. Well, West Could Virginia, you imagine? West Virginia, and Michigan. West Virginia, and Michigan was okay. Ohio State, they were recruiting me for like both sides. Yeah, yeah, both sides. Um, they was gonna give me the opportunity at running back, but they, I didn't get an offer from none of those schools. Like no scholarship offer from none of those schools. Yeah. Do you remind Jamal Adams that they were coming after you to play safety? Nah. <laughs> Jamal, <laughs> hey, Jamal, I got to worry about that. Jamal, I got to worry about that. I, I did not want to play safety. Do you ever think about, like, for someone that's so go, 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 you always bring in the energy, you have so many things to do, whether it be music, video games, whatever it is, do you ever take a second and think from even what EA was talking about, even when you were 245 or a high school kid, two-star, do you ever take a think or take a second to think about like where you are now and how different that is, even though it was probably just a couple of years ago. I do, you know, and I mean it was more than a couple of years ago. Right, but but, but <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's you're still a young guy. No, it's one of those things where like it feels like yesterday, but it also feels like forever. Yeah, ago. It, it, it it definitely flew by. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like sometimes it'll take like me watching, like on Friday, me watching the Michigan State highlight, and then I'll think about like. Dang, that is crazy. I was 240, and then I had to really transform my body. I had to go on this diet. And ever since I went on that diet, you know, from my from my junior year, going into my training, going into my rookie year, ever since I started that diet, it, it changed my life because it's 
like that's my lifestyle now. Mm. Like I eat totally different now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's just crazy how like just for me, like trying to change my mindset for my junior year going to the NFL for my rookie year, my whole my whole mindset has changed on the way I eat or what I eat or what I drink and put it in my body. You know, and it made me literally who a person I am today. You know, and um I'm glad that it happened when it happened. I was a twenty year old kid when I made that decision. You right. know, now I'm sitting here I'm twenty seven. And it made me a person I am today. Did you feel like you were back home again when you put the pads on? You came out of that tunnel. You got the ovation. You got 23 <laughs> touches. Uh, I, I like the fact that you got 23 touches. I think uh, some of the great athletes we've ever seen. And, you know, uh, for me, it was always Michael Jordan. And mm. I, we talked about MJ last week kind of hurt when mj went away from the game for a little bit and we didn't see him but when he came back you know that was something else and you were back where you were meant to be on on the field and it felt and it felt good you know because i just know i just remember waking up on that day waking up yesterday and just getting on like my normal my my phone like a normal day just looking at my all the text messages i had going on twitter instagram just like so many people were just ready for that day you know and it felt it felt amazing to me, you know. I remember just when I'm in the warm-ups, I'm just thinking like, man, we almost there, and I'm just trying to stay calm. Like I'm, I'm like trying to stay calm, but it's like everything in me is like, bro, can we just play football already? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was just so ready to play because it felt it's, it was been a long time coming, yeah. you know. So um, I had to sit out all the preseason games and be out there with my guys and root them on and stuff. So it just felt good to be out there with them. You know, and um, obviously that, not the outcome we wanted. Sure. You know, but we wanted to make. Sh- I I made sure that like I'm I'm glad that I got out of the game healthy, mm-hmm. and I was actually able to play the game again. You know, and I had right. fun doing it. You know, that game was fun. It was a rivalry game. You know, guys out there having fun. You know, and um, we gonna we gonna get back to the drawing board and get everything right. But I'm just glad that you know I'm I'm actually back in the midst of things, getting my body. When I woke up this morning, I was happy. I was sore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, my neck hurt. Oh, I'm back. Like, <laughs> I'm back. You know what, what I'm saying? What, so, was there a favorite play? I mean, the touchdown catch, obviously, you get back in the end zone, and, and that was a beautiful grab. But you you had a couple runs out there, mm-hmm. including fourth and one, yeah, that's one I was where bring you up. gave your team a chance mm-hmm. to still gain victory. My favorite run, my, my favorite run was back, probably – How about backed up? Yeah, I mean – those like one of my favorite runs. My favorite play yeah. is it was like a third and seven or something, and we threw it to Crowder, but I had a blitz pickup. Yeah, I know I exactly what you're talking about. And dude tried to bull rush me, <laughs> and I smacked him so hard. Like, that was my favorite play because it's like people must have forgot that this this what I take pride in. Like, yeah. I take pride in, you know, blocking, like blitz pickup and people trying to bull rush me. I'm like, no, nah, that's not happening. Yeah. Like, you're and, not about to do that. And you got praise for it on hard knocks. By Coach Gruden of, oh, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Raiders, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's somebody I literally, like, more than, like, a 10-yard run, I take way more pride in, like, pick, picking up a blitz, especially, like, a good rusher or something, and blocking them. Because that's literally, like, me versus you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I get a good run, I mean, it takes my read and stuff, but I got to depend on everybody up front. And I got to make, make sure Sam put me in the right play. The guys on the outside got to do their jobs. You know what I'm saying? It's like a collective thing. It's like a good run that goes. But – when it comes to blitz pickup, and I know it's, it's me versus one guy, it's me versus you, and I win that, that's just that's pride, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a lot of guys don't really take that, you know, or that prideful about their blitz pickup, 
you know, and that's what I think separates me from a lot of running backs because I'm not letting my quarterback get hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to let it happen. You have an infectious personality. Your teammates have gravitated towards you. I think you got miscast maybe because of uh, uh, people's misconceptions of what happened in Pittsburgh. You have a lot of love for a number of things. But make no mistake, you love playing football. football. Anybody who goes out there and watches you at practice, you don't even have to be out there on game day. You love the game. And uh, you're off to a good start. I know you guys didn't get the outcome you wanted, but uh, you look like the vintage Le'Veon Bell, and I think good things are ahead. I agree. I just want to know one thing before we wrap up. The defense got called out individually this past game, like when – and player introductions, if the offense does it and it's you, where's your hype level there? Through the roof. Yeah, I figured. Like, undescribable. <laughs> I, I think maybe that's why the defense got introduced first because they know this Monday night game, I want to get introduced. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Two okay. six. Thanks for coming in. All man. right. That's all we have, the official Jets podcast. Leave us a review, Apple Podcast, NewYorkJets.com, SoundCloud. Big thanks to Le'Veon Bell. And that's all we got for this week. We'll see you next time.